Okay, so in today's Daily Cyber, I'm going to be talking about some of the top cybersecurity solution providers and some of the solutions that you should be aware of. So let's hack at it. Okay, so this is a great uh, discussion topic that I think so many people at this point really want to have a great idea of the solution providers that are out there, as well as some of the cybersecurity solutions that are in the industry and things that you should be looking at uh, for 2019, 2020. Uh, now, this is just a list I found online uh, through some research and through being in the cybersecurity field. I pulled this together because I think through the progression of you know, trying to break into the career of cybersecurity, looking at a list of positions. Now you need to know kind of who's out there. What are the service providers, right? And the solution providers that are out there that are providing, you know, different types of solutions. And then what solutions should you be looking at and be aware of? So let's start off by looking at kind of the top uh, cybersecurity solution providers. And I got a list here that I'm reading off. Uh, so you got now, this is an alphabetical order. It's not an order of importance or anything along that line. Just I picked kind of 21 of the uh, cybersecurity solution providers that I've been open to and have been talking to and as well as seen the kind of their solutions. Uh, so you got Beyond Trust, you got BlackBerry, which has Silence, you got Carbon Black, you got Checkpoint, Cisco, CrowdStrike, uh, CyberArk, uh, Darktrace, uh, Forcepoint, uh, Fornet, uh, No Before, IBM, Palo Alto, Proofpoint, RSA Networks, Semantic, Splunk, Sophos, uh, Transmit Security, Trend Micro, and then Vectra. So those are kind of the top 21 that I've either had relationships with, I uh, was doing kind of uh, account management for and reselling uh, as a value-added reseller, some of the two companies that I worked for. I was doing some value-added reselling for some of these solutions. And it's very important to kind of do your research and look look them up and see what they're, what they're offering, what are their solutions. Uh, if you're new to the industry, now if you're in the industry and you're working with a company, uh, you'll probably see some, if not a few of these solutions are already in your environment. Uh, and then you'll kind of look at how you guys are using them, what's kind of going on, policies, procedures, technology, the solutions, the environment, how is it integrated, you know, all this great stuff. Uh, now, something that you need to know if you're new to the industry is kind of the categories and just kind of high level of cybersecurity solutions. you got software, hardware, services, and consulting. And I kind of label it at that because you got software solutions that are out there like um, identity access management, privilege access management, uh, and, and then you've got like hardware devices where you look at unified threat management tools, um, IDS, IPS, uh, NDS, uh, NPS, which is intrusion detection systems, intrusion prevention systems, network detection systems, network uh, prevention systems, uh, so endpoint security is a lot more software, network detection security can be uh, both hardware and software depending on the device. Uh, advanced threat protection, same thing. It could be both software and hardware. Uh, I'm just looking at some of the things and uh, network access control. So I'm going to go through this list right now. That just I've, I've created a brief list of different solutions that you should be aware of, at least when you're going into the cybersecurity field. 
uh, data loss prevention, identity access management, which is IAM. Uh, you'll see that a lot of the uh, the acronyms as you're studying or people are talking about it. Uh, PAM, uh, which is privilege access management, PAM, uh, risk compliance management, encryption, unified threat management, or UTM, firewalls, uh, antivirus, anti-malware solutions, and then like I was saying, intrusion detection, IDS, intrusion prevention system, IPS, uh, network detection systems, NDS, uh, network prevention systems, NPS, and also you'll see um, host-based uh, detection and host-based prevention. Uh, so that's uh, on th when you're looking at actually on the laptops, desktops. Uh, disaster recovery, email security, endpoint security, network detection security, uh, SIMS, uh, S-I-E-M, which is security information event management, uh, ATP or advanced threat protection, cloud access security brokers, uh, CASB, uh, which is C-A-S-B, uh, security web gateways, uh, Internet of Things security, and network access control. Again, these are just not in any order of specifics, but at least it's an order of, uh, of what I found kind of online and things that you should just be aware of and looking at. Now, it's very important when you're looking at cybersecurity and cybersecurity awareness is to look at all these different solutions that are out there and see how they're being used within your environment and the company that you work with. So, or if you're looking at, you know, maybe employment with a company or working as a cybersecurity, you know, analyst, anything along that line, you want to have an idea of what's their infrastructure, what type of technology. So you have a base knowledge. If again, this is if you're new. Now, if you're a senior in the, the industry, I mean, you probably are aware of all these technologies, if not some more that are coming out. Uh, ones I didn't add like are for, you know, true passwordless decentralized authentication. There's third party, uh, kind of plug-in monitors that work for websites. I mean, they're just the list goes on and on of new technologies. Uh, I didn't mention any AI technologies as well. Uh, Vectra has uh, AI te technology. IBM does as well as uh, Darktrace. So again, it, I'm not trying to go too deep into this conversation, but I want to give you an idea of the different companies that are out there, the different solutions that are out there. And so when you do some research and you can kind of check off uh, which companies that you are interested in by, you know, and could be working for, or at least understanding their solutions and their technology, at least you can kind of do some research. And, and I know with a lot of these companies, they have white papers, they have information online. So you can do some research and find out a lot of great information about their technologies and their solutions and how it works. Um, when it comes to and I'm just want th thinking this out loud as I'm I'm sitting here. Even some of these companies have lunch and learns. Uh, I know Cisco has one. Uh, I have a, f a few from my understanding where they can do lunch and learns, and so you can learn about their technology and what's the newest greatest thing that's out there, and ask a lot of questions. Their account managers are great. Uh, from all the companies I've I've mentioned, that you can connect with them and then ask them for information. Ask them, you know you know, their new technology or the technology that you're interested in. Now, don't get me wrong. Uh, I know a lot of the account managers are busy working with accounts because again, you know, when they're dealing with a lot of sales and they're trying to meet their quotas. So if you're a student 
and you're just looking for information, best thing to do is see if you can get connected to any of their lunch and learns, any of their open houses, anything along that line to be able to learn and get as much information. Uh, they're always looking for you know, bright and upcoming cybersecurity people to get as much information as, as they can get out to them because the potential for you to work with their company is high because as the more and more I hear out there that companies are looking for highly qualified and I want to put that out there as highly qualified being you've done your due diligence, you've done your research, you've studied, you you can show that you can, you know, use their technology and they want to see that. They want to see that drive. If you don't have the necessary you know, real world experience, they want to see that you have the drive to learn and understand their technologies. And some of these companies are looking for those type of people that have that drive and that that type of experience to come and work with their company because they're looking for qualified people that are driven like that to be able to, that they can work with and be able to work with their environment, work with their technology. Now, I do admit, like if you're going through recruiters, you're going through hiring managers, things like that, you will kind of go through the gatekeepers and it'll be a little, a little bit harder for you to get in the door. That's why go to LinkedIn, uh, go to these events that they have, talk to these people directly, build up relationship, build up rapport, and then see if you can get your way in. Like, And if one person says, no, we're not interested, move on to the next one. Just keep going. Just keep trying. Cause I know in this industry, there's so many openings right now for driven cybersecurity and, and you're just going to find the right person. I know for myself, I was fortunate that I went to a conference out in Halifax, the Atlantic security conference which is a great conference. I highly recommend you check this out. You check it out. Uh, and I went there and I met a lot, of, a lot of great people and that's what helped me break into the industry. Uh, I met some great people. I met the organizers there and just was able to break in the industry and just get out there. So that's why I'm recommending that you do the same and work your way into the industry by meeting people, networking, connect with them and provide value. I mean, this is very important because I give you these companies names and I give you the solution so that you can understand them. You can do your, your research and you really can do your sweat equity and show that you can provide value, you can help them, you can, you know, you're there to support them, right? It's not what's in it for you, it's what's in it for them. So just kind of keep that in mind uh, as you're getting out there. So let's talk about a little bit of the technologies and, and some of the solutions out there. So when you're looking at this, you're kind of looking at what solution interests you, right? Is it email? Is it cloud security? Is it network security? Is it uh, compliance? Is it rules and regulations? You know, really look in deep and, and the, just even in that list that I provide, and I'll provide the list in the description below of just the ones that I, I mentioned, but dive in deep into those and see like which one really interests you or which, you know, top five interests you and highlight them, right? Make that list, copy list, paste it somewhere and highlight the ones that interest you. See which companies, you know, provide those services, Right? And then really kind of do your research on those companies and, and the potential for you to work with them uh, on different levels from being employment to working with them with their technology because maybe your company is looking for new technology and solutions. It's just a good match. And now I know I'm talking a little bit more of the inner introduction kind of uh, starting point or intermediate level when it comes to cybersecurity. But this goes as, as well as I'm the senior people that are looking at 
new technologies, new new solutions. I mean, we've got, and the, as you guys know, there's just new solutions co- coming out constantly. Uh, Vectra is fairly new to the industry. You're going to see more and more uh, buzz about that, right? Which is uh, really kind of looking at, you know, protecting like NDR network detection response which is so important in this day and age when you're looking at printers and Internet of Things devices being, being connected to your network. So that's kind of a new innovative one. You're looking at tr- uh, true passwordless decentralized authentication. I know that's a mouthful. Uh, and I know uh, one of the companies, I'm just trying to see if I wrote them down. Uh, I know, actually, I don't think I did. I'll have to, oh, Transmit Security. So Transmit Security is one of those one of those companies that are offering that type of solution, and that's so important when you're looking at uh, what we talked about uh, yesterday, right? And uh, the Disney Plus uh, compromises how people are authenticating to their devices, to their applications, to the network, right? To the banking, whatever that may be, having more secure methods of authentication and i think that's the best way to say it so looking at all these new technologies is so important and i think one of the focuses for myself is to really start to do research and as i evolve with this podcast i'm providing kind of the stepping stones to get you kind of into the industry understand kind of the starting point and then now as we start to progress in the podcast and, and for myself i'm going to do more research on the technologies i've got a couple of people that i'm already looking at interviewing already i've got one interview booked and i'm just starting to really roll out and and, and i want to interview more and more you know manufacturers this list of companies almost my hit list of uh, people to interview as well because i want to show you guys what's the value what's the hard questions that are going to be asked for for them so that you understand is there value in you looking at the technology is there value to you to understand how it integrates and, and is implemented in your your current environment be it whatever vertical that you're in if you're in financial you're in mining you're in uh uh hospital you're in hospitality hotels just trying to think of any industry Um, and you as you know all industries now need some sort of security right and they're working with it they have maybe currently in their environment they're always updating they're always evolving um i mean i'm just trying to think like even retail you name it you can think of any industry they use some sort of technology and that technology needs to be secured so I'm going to be doing more and more interviews because I think it's just so important now. And I haven't been seeing this as someone really kind of going out and looking at reviewing and going through a deep dive with these experts that I've been fortunate to meet right, through my career and just starting to talk to people is really have these, you know, tough conversations of like, why would I need to look at this technology? What is it going to help with if I'm in this type of vertical or this type of industry? How is it going to help me secure? You know, what's the total cost of ownership like to actually have this in my environment? All right. See, some of these hard questions that I've heard in in boardrooms, I've heard in in meetings, and I've been asked myself, right, when I was working with you know you know potential companies that they're asking me, okay, you know all those questions and if not more and and i'm going to start asking those questions of the people that i meet because i know they want to provide value and they want to show that 
their their software, their hardware is right for you know the the companies that are looking for their their solutions and looking for their type of security. So I think that's kind of one of my passions when it comes to cybersecurity is learning this not just for yourself and for you know the people that are listening to this, right? Like yourself. I'm really doing this for for me because I love to learn the new technologies. I love to see what's out there. And I love to just keep on top of the newest innovative technology. I know even today I was looking at a new video camera. I was looking at a new Mac, the MacBook Pro 16-inch uh, 16 inch display. So I'm always looking at new technology when it comes to security, when it comes to tech, because I think as we evolve, we're always trying to make things better. We're always trying to make things faster. And you look at, you know, the CIA, the confidentiality, data integrity and availability. We're always trying to look at the availability. How can I make it better, faster, look better, you know, sound better, doing all those great things. But then at the end of the day, what we want to do is make sure, you know, especially for me, we want to make sure that it's secure. So it's so important as we go through this is that we learn about the security and what's the, the benefits of security. I know, it was, I guess it was about two years ago. I was at a, a private uh, cybersecurity event with uh, HP, and they invited a bunch of security experts. And I was fortunate to be one of those people that uh, got invited, full of a boardroom of other experts. And what happened was, as they were inviting us, it it, it evolved to the point where we were learning about their printers and we were learning about you know how they're looking at the levels of security and what they were doing because they understood how important it is when it, when it comes to copiers and printers and the security of that and the laptops. So they had golden images and they had all these great things that we were looking at and they're trying to be innovative and uh, in front of, in front of the industry really when it came to security, when it came to these types of devices. So HP was really kind of being, cutting edge when it came to security and they had uh one of the i guess it was a uh, one of the board that was a it was a well-known hacker he had his own company they now he's a consultant and he was coming in he was working directly with hp showing like the things that he would do and his team would do to compromise laptops printers and they were as they were working developing this out they were securing it and making sure that the the hardware was being able to be protected especially in the and, and with the laptops, the iOS. And I kind of talk about this is because we look at all those companies that I mentioned, probably majority of them that you know, some of them you might not know, right? And they're probably ones that I don't know that you, you can you know comment below and add on. We're always going to be learning. We're always going to be learning about new companies that are coming out, new solutions that are, are, are being provided, uh, be it software, hardware, uh, be it uh, professional services, consulting, whatever that may be, we're always learning about new things. But now it's how do we keep up? How do we keep up with all everything that's going on? And then understand, does it work with your objectives, uh, your projects, your environment, your compliance? Like, does it meet all those standards? And I think for me, and I actually sorry, shouldn't I say think? I know for me, that is what I'm passionate about. I'm passionate about asking those questions and learning more. So just to give you an idea, like kind of where I'm coming from, because I think it's very important to see kind of the transparency of 
who I am and then what I'm talking about and why I'm talking about cybersecurity and why I'm getting out there and doing these podcasts. This is actually a, a pet, you know, project for me and a passion project is because working in the cybersecurity industry, being in IT for quite some time, I saw like in from 2005, 2006 being in IT, I saw how the evolution of technology from watching with desktops and laptops and mobile devices and looking at how things are connected to the network and how people are starting to connect and looking at 2004, 2000, yeah, actually 2004, how social media started to grow and connect people more and more. And that's why I always talk about software's hackle being connected as vulnerable. It connected people in such a great way, but also made us vulnerable in other ways. So this is why we have to keep learning about new technologies and new solutions is so that we can stay ahead and be aware and do go through almost like cybersecurity awareness training on everything that we are exposed to, you know, smart devices, internet of things devices, you know, our smart TVs, our smart cars, just the list goes on and on and on. So that's kind of where my, my passion is and why I'm going through this journey of daily cyber and doing these daily cybers is just because I've seen so many people ask questions, you know, from guys trying to break into the industry asking, okay, so where do I go? What do I do? You know, what do I want to learn in cybersecurity? What company should I be looking at? What technology should I be looking at? What should I be studying? What certification to on the other scale of talking to senior level people that are looking at procurement and, and watch and listening to their team, ask questions, right? Ask, you know, does it work with this technology? Does it work with this solution? You know, what's the, and we look at when you do a proof of concept, you know, when they're testing it and asking things about, does it recognize this? We'll be, we'll capture that. And, you know, we're looking at the logs and looking at this and we'll be inundated with a lot of alerts and, just the list goes on and on. And then again, at the end of these conversations, a lot of times it comes down to, you know, what's the cost of it? What's going to cost for the company, right? And there, are there going to be returns, you know, with these solutions? And I think some of the times when we look at returns, we look at not just monetary of how much is going to cost, but is it going to be more efficient that we're going to be able to use these tools, be more secure, is it going to have some sort of AI technology which is going to weed down a false positive, false negatives, and be able to get real true alerts that we're not looking through? I'm just going to use as example, 100 alerts, uh, alerts per day, and it narrows it down to 10 to 15 alerts of real valid alerts. And we're starting to see that with the new technologies, with AI right, and machine learning, is they're helping to do that. So now you know, it looks through behavioral analysis and looks at what is valid in the network and what should be alerted and through these triggers by signatures as well as module a lot of ai now is going on on module basis they're able to tell that and be able to find out you know what's normal behavior and what's actually irregular behavior that now is supposed to be alerted and then you know a security analyst is supposed to take action and do some research so i'm talking about this and I think it's because it's really important that we kind of understand the scope of cybersecurity and just the discussions that are having are happening at you know the starting point as well as all the way to the the high level of you know senior level uh, security experts, be it uh, analysts, 
CISOs, you know, as high as you can go, right? So I'm going to leave it at that. I uh, just wanted to kind of really give you some insider information, especially this is because it's uh, daily cyber number five, which I'm really excited. Uh, I have a goal to hit my my daily cyber 10 by next week and just keep keep up with the the information and sharing of the new technologies, new solutions out there. So if you have any questions, uh, comment below. i uh, love to answer anything that you might have. Uh, I'd like to thank um, everyone that has been commenting and, and sharing the, these podcasts. And, been, and if you haven't subscribed yet and you're listening to this, please subscribe at uh, dailycyber.ca. There's a whole list of uh, different podcast sites that you can go and uh, subscribe to. Because uh, I love to make sure that you're you're getting each and every podcast and being able to listen to this at the gym, you know, while you're in your office, just you know, to keep you up to date what's going on with the latest in uh, cybersecurity. So that's it for today's video. Don't forget, software is hackable. Being connected is vulnerable. I'll see you next daily cyber. <laughs>